visionary welcome to the media pulse check the seven days live clarity challenge and today is the six and this is going to be our final podcast for this challenge it has been such a pleasure doing this for you i'm really really humbled by the massive feedback that you guys are turning in so we really have gone on a journey from understanding how to gain clarity about anything down to what we looked at yesterday following the trail you know there's so much um, wisdom that we have interacted with over the past days and you may really need to go over it again and again right and then by sunday we will be having our clarity party we're going to be meeting on zoom so you're expected to show up by 5 p.m you're going to turn on your video introduce yourself so get ready for a clarity party right you're going to network and collaborate we're going to give feedback we're going to play games we're just going to have a good time because we have put in the work for the past days right okay today i want to show you the network of the multifaceted life of the visionary right the point where there's an intersection between your purpose your passion and your profit and i have titled it zero hustle because with this understanding you leave the pack of people who think that purpose cheats you understanding the network between your purpose your passion and your profit sets you up to really understand that um, purpose is not the pathway to bankruptcy right the fact that you're serving purpose does not mean that you do not get to enjoy um, remuneration doesn't mean you wouldn't get to enjoy financial rewards right so that is the plight of many young people say i'm already doing something to pay my bills if i start serving purpose now how am i going to do that but with a very balanced understanding of these several facets in your life and how they can work together you would be serving purpose you'll be enjoying your passions you'll be making profits and you're going to climb out of hustling you see this so i want you to pay proper attention as we move on having established that purpose doesn't cheat you in fact i want you to understand that there is tremendous profit in purpose you have to understand how it works and that's why we're having this so let us begin from truly understanding what purpose is i know you've um over the past days we have established that purpose is the why that warranted your production and all of that but now i want you to see it from the angle of the real big picture you already saw you already know this but i want you to pay um more emphasis when we talk about purpose we cannot adequately define purpose without a kingdom orientation so at the podcast when i began to explain to you about purpose i told you you were part of a plan a big plan a grand plan a master plan but i also said a kingdom plan right so you are part of a kingdom agenda and if you don't know what the kingdom is about it will be difficult for you to adequately serve your purpose you see this so when we talk about a kingdom of god we're not just talking about church we're not just talking about church activities yes church is the administrative headquarters of what god is doing with his kingdom but kingdom is bigger than church right so you are born again and god has a purpose for you of course you may, you will need to plug in a church but god's primary assignment for you may not be within the four walls of the church it may be in several systems of the world right 
you may be sent to the business world, you may be sent to the political world, you may be sent to education or family. I'm sure you have heard about the seven mountains of influence, right? So there are different spheres of influence that God is interested in. And the kingdom is about superimposing the culture of God in those systems and in those spheres. So when God begins to interact with you, his fellowship with you makes you into the kind of person that can be fit for the mission, right? So he desires that his government reigns in several territories, not just in church. So God may decide to pick you from church and say, you know what, I need you in the business world. Or he may pick you from church and say, you know what, there's so much happening in the political sphere that um, I'm not okay with, so I'm going to send you there. So this is what purpose is about. When you say purpose, it means you are serving a kingdom agenda, right? And where you serve it is ultimately decided by God. So when we talk about the why that warrants your production, you also have to begin to think about partnership with God and then field work, right? And these are the many things we're going to be talking about in our coming vision coaching camp. I'm going to tell you all about it during uh, our clarity party. So God is going to call you to himself and then he's going to make you. And then having made you, he's going to send you on a mission. Where he sends you to, right, is the place of your primary assignment. And that is where he has locked up your wealth in. That is where he has locked up your wealth. So as you begin to interact in that space, you begin to unlock those vaults of your wealth and your profit. You need to see this. So it is first about a king who has a kingdom who wants to reign, right? So he wants to reign in you. And having reigned in you, he wants to take you to a territory and then cause an overflow of that life it has in you. So much so that that territory becomes colonized for him. And his culture is what is predominantly practiced there. So it's more of a battle of colonization, right? Just the way Britain colonized Nigeria and now um, our lingua franca is English and we dress corporately to work. We eat continental dishes. That's exactly what God wants to do in spheres. He wants to colonize those spheres so much so that they align to his very culture right and it is his culture that gives light to a people it is his culture that gives life to a people so it's not just a selfish desire of a king it's a loving desire of a king to bring people into peace to bring people into life to bring people into light if you understand this it reorients you that means when you say i'm serving purpose you are saying i'm representing a kingdom you see this I'm representing a kingdom. I'm a man on a mission. I'm representing a culture. And for God to begin to use you to colonize a space, it means that there's a level of value that he's going to provide, right? Through your life that is not just going to compete with what they already have, but it's going to be superior to it so it can be superimposed. Do you see this? Let me give you some time to digest that. Okay, I think that's enough time. <laughs> so if you get it this way, you understand that your purpose is going to send you to the marketplace. 
right and it is the value whether transactional or transformational that you deliver in that field that's going to unlock your wealth so each at each level where you begin to dispense the value god has given to you you attract the equivalent level of wealth so i want you to know that purpose has marketplace value it's not just about going to church and um, doing religion we're not playing religion when we talk about purpose it's a serious business right so purpose has marketplace value after you have interacted with god and god is satisfied with the making process he's going to send you to a people he's going to send you to a territory you see he's going to send you to a field he's going to send you to the marketplace right remember our analogy of the marketplace now you are not just going there to buy stuff we are going there as a vendor to sell stuff to people you see this so as much as you can brand that stuff in a way that it convinces the people in the marketplace you get to sell you get your wealth so as at two days ago the analogy was showing you that you were going to the marketplace to buy something right and you have to do what is on the shopping list that God has given you now at this point I want to lift you up you are not just going there to buy something that is to understand this analogy you are going there to sell something so i want you to see it like that that your purpose has marketplace value and because it has marketplace value it has an economic model so if you can crack that economic model you'll be able to crack your profit so profits right is an overflow of your understanding of the economic model of your purpose so how are you going to present the stuff you are selling when you get to the marketplace is the conversation for today so you want to begin to understand passion you want to begin to understand purpose passion and profit you must understand it from this angle you have interacted with a king and now the king has given you goods to go and sell as you sell those goods, you make profits. So I want you to consider it as affiliate marketing. So you are selling stuff that belongs to someone, for instance, and then you have a commission on it. Now, that's quite a shallow example, but it's gonna give you an idea of what I'm talking about. So purpose has marketplace value, and so it has an economic model. So I just want us to run through certain things you must pay attention to when we're talking about purpose, passion, and profits. Right? Just because you are serving purpose does not mean you have to show up in an inferior way. Because if we are trying to superimpose our culture on a certain sphere, then we have to provide value that is superior to what they are already experiencing. You see this. So we cannot begin to talk about um, the economic model of purpose without talking about how you are branding the message that God is going to be investing in you. You see this. So when you want to begin to explore the wealth channels of your purpose, you must put the following in consideration. Remember we said um, purpose, understanding purpose is placing yourself in context and you must understand how you came and why you came. And we saw that um, you are a co-creator. You are creating with God. Now I want you to see the nature of God's creation so you can pattern yours after it right remember i told you you have to befriend genesis 1 and 2 and if you go back there you see how god had a framework a layout and had an execution plan 
of Project Humanity. So God created all he created and saw that it was good, right? So there is the outcome good, right? In the equation of creation. So when you begin to create based on what God gives to you, right? Remember we said you are in a marketplace and you are serving value. You must create and see that it is good. So excellence must be in the outcome equation of whatever it is you are going to be creating. You can't give crap just because you are serving purpose. So because you are following instruction or you have received insight about what your life is about, that doesn't mean you are going to present it um, anyhow just because it's God that said it. Remember, you are trying to sell an ideology of God, right, in whatever sphere that he has sent you to you would have to create excellently. You can't give crap and say, well, we are serving purpose. God didn't do that. He had a very good layout, had an amazing framework, and you can see nature, right? It is excellent. So you have to serve excellently and competently if you are going to compete in the marketplace and eventually override. So this is what I'm telling you. Purpose has market place value therefore an economic model and so you have to crack it and i'm saying why on your journey to understanding the model of your own personal purpose you have to understand how to create excellently god is going to be giving you solutions right god is going to be giving you ideas that you're going to eventually execute if you want to explore the channel of wealth but even apart from exploring that, you must represent the creator appropriately. So you must begin to factor excellence in whatever it is you are doing. You must create excellently. We see this excellent creation and competence in the life of Joseph. So God took Joseph, right, from his father's house to the marketplace, to Egypt, right? The then power economy of the world. And Joseph was there on a mission to be able to save the world at the time and especially save the tribe from which Jesus will come forth so man can be redeemed. Now, Joseph went there and the Bible said that Potiphar left all he had in the hand of Joseph. Joseph knew God, Potiphar did not. But the excellence of Joseph made him rise from just being a slave to being the next person to the master. You see this, so just because you are on a mission, from God. In fact, it is because you are on a mission from God that you have to brand and package whatever it is he has given you excellently. You must show competence. So this deficit of excellence and competence is what makes people view serving purpose as though it is a low road to follow. Because of the way we have branded it, but it's changing because in these days, God is really raising people who are branding the gospel that God has given them beautifully. You see this? So you have to serve excellently. You have to serve competently. Let's move to the next point because of time. The next thing is that you have to understand the marketplace. So God is sending you to an audience. He's sending you to a people. Don't think you can go there with mental models that you have conceived from assuming how the marketplace works. Right? You'd have to understudy and understand the marketplace. So whatever industry you are sent to, you have to understudy it and know how it works so you can know how to factor your solution in. So Jesus was talking and he said, be gentle as those, but be wise as serpents. You need wisdom for marketplace. 
You need to observe and deeply study how the audience God is sending you behave. So what's the behavior of the market? If you don't know this, it's going to be difficult to excellently factor your solution. And because that is in place, you will not be able to crack that model that should unlock your channel of wealth. You see this, so you have to do this deep study. All this we're going to do in-depth study at the Vision Coaching Camp. It's a six-week camp, and then we're going to be treating this very intricately because these are matters that we must embrace, we must understand, so we can represent well, right? The next thing I want to tell you is learn. Voraciously learn. Representing a mission doesn't automatically equip you with the knowledge for excellent execution. This is very close to what I just said when I say understand the marketplace. So you have to learn. You need to know the ropes of starting what God is asking you to and scaling it, right? So you have to give yourself to learning what works. You have to give yourself to learning what works, how it works, and know why it works so you will be able to reproduce it when the time comes. You see this, so you have to create excellently, you have to understand marketplace, you have to give yourself to lifelong learning because trends are going to change. And you cannot say, um, um, I'm, 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 I'm on a mission and I'm working with instruction, I don't need trends, right? You need to observe the trends and you need to learn how to manipulate it to the advantage of your message. The next thing I want to talk about is relationships. You need to know how to build relationships if you are going to thrive in the marketplace with the purpose that God is giving to you, right? So I suggest you get the relationship intelligence course to handle that. You need insider secrets. You need to know how to connect. You know you need to know how to cultivate um, profitable relationships. The thing is, many times we tend to emphasize the performance currency right just do well perform greatly yes it is good to perform at the level of mastery but we cannot begin to underplay the kind of exponential results that you can produce when you add the currency of relationship to the mastery of your performance you see that so you cannot underplay relationship as far as striving in the marketplace is concerned and then just to put a balance with everything i would like to say be patient with the process of your growth right just because um, i've told you there's an economic model and you have to crack it doesn't mean you start making money from day one be patient with the process of your growth that's why there is purpose there is passion and there is profit because remember god is more interested in making you right than in making you money from whatever he has given you so if you do not rapidly evolve into the kind of person your purpose demands, forget cracking anything that is um, bringing you money from what your purpose is. So be patient with the process of your growth. Be, proce- be patient with the process of partnership that God is taking you to. That's what I want to talk to you about as far as purpose is concerned. Now, remember we're talking about purpose, passion, and profit. Over the past days, we have really come to understand that your passion is not necessarily your purpose right in fact you may not be passionate about what your purpose is right now the thing with passions is you can have multiple passions and it is good because passions have economic models too right so your passion can give you profit and it's not necessarily your purpose you have to understand this so god has placed many many channels of wealth around you there's one that is allocated to your fulfilling purpose there's another 
that is allocated to the dispensing of competence via your passion right when you are exploring your human potential you see this so you can also understand the economy around your passion and crack it to give you wealth so what are you passionate about it may not be your purpose it may just be a stream of income that's why you must be comfortable knowing what your purpose is serving your purpose and knowing you also have other passions don't feel guilty other passions are channels god has placed there to give you a stream of income you see this so i'm a person who has a knack for proper construction of words i like to see write up clean needs you know so your readers can have an amazing experience so i help people edit their books i want to edit your book and give you an excellent job i'm going to be paid for it right well it's not my purpose i cannot say my purpose is editing people's books it's not my purpose but i have a passion for it and i can monetize it you see this so you can have several passions just understand i've already given you a framework rinse and repeat for everything you think is a passion for you so it can um, crack your channels of wealth but you must always know that purpose is priority purpose is priority so by the time you begin to think about the economy around your passions you want to begin to think about the systems and the structures you can also place in your passion that can help you fully prioritize purpose so you don't begin to fall into the cabal of hustlers these are the things we are really going to treat in depth in the camp so as much as possible don't miss camp then i want to tell you that profit can be independent of both purpose and passion you can make some you can make profit from something that is not your purpose or your passion you see this is what this is where potential comes to play so you have enormous potential like we have said in the past days and that potential may not be serving your purpose at the time or you may not even be passionate about it but you can do it right you can monetize it or something you can think about so this is why people develop pain skills high pain skills in today's economy in today's digital world they're learning skills because you must not be passionate about it it may not be your purpose but it's a stream of income so you can have as many streams of income as pass as possible but just you must know that you must power it with the god life because every expression of you has to be an expression of god you see this so you can develop pain skills there's no problem with learning um, skills that can give you money but you must understand that purpose is priority it doesn't matter what um, skills you are learning or whatever it is you are doing you must understand that purpose is priority and other streams of income are just streams of income so you know how to balance how you give energy right because energy is a finite resource you don't have all the energy in the world so you need to know how to channel your energy to different expressions of you so purpose is priority and like we said purpose is the emphasis you begin to hustle when you prioritize making money over purpose um i also need to put this balance here when we talk about profit it's not just always about money there are many other things that comprise the concept of wealth and money is just one of them so in the place where you are serving purpose god begins to bring these profits to you 
and other kinds of profits that God actually wants to bring to your life because you are serving purpose. Right? It's embedded in the sequence of your purpose. As you serve it, you unlock it. As you serve it, you unlock it. But when you then prioritize making money over your purpose or the profits of relationships and the profits of um, every other kind of resource, you are entering the hustling cabal. You are already hustling. You see this? So because I've titled it, I've titled this Zero Hustle, let me really talk to you about um, the cure to hustle. In case you think, okay, my present profession, I cannot connect it to a higher purpose, right? I think it's just a stream of income and yet it's taking all my time and energy. That means you are hustling. So you need to come out of that. Remember we said you need to have an exit plan. So in case you want to cure the hustle, this particular portion is for you. So the cure to the hustle is work, right? The cure to the hustle is work. And I've told you that work is an opportunity for purpose productivity, right? And today I want to tell you that work is a posture of partnership, not a means of surviving. It's a posture of partnership. You can see that in the life of Adam. Remember we said befriend Genesis 1 and 2. So God gave Adam work. Not because he did not have a means of survival. Not because he was looking for a means of survival. He was not just surviving. He was striving in God's presence. But he had work. Work is a posture of partnership. Remember when God said, name the animals. And he said, whatever names he gave them, it was so. God brought to him to see what he would name them. Right? So it's a posture of partnership. God created the animals Adam named them. He's partnering with God. That's what work is. So you want to cure the hustle, you would have to assume the posture of partnering with God. And until you have a conviction of partnership that will lead you to obey what God will tell you, you are still a hustler. It's not just enough to know purpose or catch a vision. That vision must convince you. You must be convinced that that is what the direction your life is headed. And then make it your priority. That's the only way you're going to come out of the hustle. Right? Because the heat will come. There are times when you have to pay bills. But are you going to shut down your purpose work and then to survive? Or you are going to work at purpose, keep it as priority, and then channel your intelligence to crack other economies that you have in your personal arsenal. So you have to be convinced. If you are not convinced of purpose and vision, you will also you will look for money to pay bills. You see this? So I'm going to tell you what the cure to the hustle really is. And we see it in Mary's instruction to Jesus' disciples. So let's have a little church now. A time came when Jesus was invited to a wedding and apparently the wine got finished, right? And they were going to be embarrassed. The couple were going to be embarrassed. How can you not have drinks in your wedding? So let's look at it as a time of scarcity, a time of lack, right? Times when there is no cash to pay bills or you are low on resources. That's what was happening right there. And then Mary came to tell Jesus and said, Jesus, you know what? We do not have. There's lack here. And we need you. And Jesus says, my time is not yet come. And that's not the point of our emphasis. And Mary turns to the disciples and says, whatever he tells you to do, do it. 
and she walked away. So Mary instructed the disciples, whatever he tells you to do, do it. That there is the cure to the hustle. Right? And then Jesus told them, you know, their water pots fetch water out of there. They fetch water and then he says, take it. And on the way, water turned to wine. There was an immediate supply where there was lack. So anytime you want to come out of lack and you are not doing that by embracing hustling, what the framework God has given to you is obedience to instruction. Obedience to instruction. That's how to not hustle. Whatever he tells you to do, do it. That includes your purpose. That includes the vision he has given you. That includes the assignment he has given you. Your primary channel of wealth is locked up in your assignment. Yes, you can attract money via potential. But your primary level, your primary channel of wealth. Because in purpose, it's not just the wealth of money. Right? You are going to step into sovereign wealth. The type that is powered by the divine life. You see that? So Mary gave an amazing instruction. Whatever it tells you to do, do it. So if you can assume the posture of partnership that causes you to obey, you begin to step out of the hustling terrain. We see another intervention in the life of Peter. Peter was a person with a high-paying skill, right, at the time. His profession was the one that the money was in his time and he had the skill but he went one night and toyed all night a guy was hustling and nothing was coming out for him and then jesus came and said peter let me use your boat right it, the bible said he, he prayed him to trust him into the sea peter gave his boat landed his boat to jesus and after jesus used it he said cast your net into the deep there are many things to see here. So in as much as it's good to learn skills, skills can fail you because there are going to be down times in the economy. There are times when your skill will not be sufficient to help you thrive. Peter had the skill, but there was nothing coming forth, right? So he had to give his boast to Jesus. That's the first thing to learn. Give your talents, give your skills, give your abilities. So Jesus, let him use it. So be a vessel through which God can express himself. And then when he expresses himself, he's going to give you instruction. Cast your net into the deep. He told Peter, cast your nets. Peter said, you know what? I've been here all night. So um, Jesus, see, I have mastery. I have the skill. I have put, in fact, I followed the 10,000 hour rule. I've put time into developing my skill to the point that I have mastery, but it's still not working. So the fact that you have mastery does not exempt you from hustling. What exempts you is obedience to instruction. That's how we rise in this kingdom. You see this, and Jesus said, cast your nets into the deep. He cast one net, and his net began to break because <laughs> the amount of fishes that he had taken was too much for the net he actually placed. So that's the cure to the hustle. You want to come out of the hustling terrain, you need to begin to work. And work is a posture of partnership. So I'm, I, I made sure I, I placed this as part of the content for this um, life clarity challenge because you need to understand that there's the high road for the visionary that exempts you from hustling. It's the point where you understand your purpose in depth. 
you know your passion and you know the profit channels of both your purpose your passion and like i added your potential so there's zero there's a zero hustle plan for the visionary there's a zero hustle framework and if you do not believe it and adopt it as a mindset you continue to hustle because you tell yourself how ah, oh, um, um, this economy will be there this kind of economy one has to work hard and all that you see that so you would have to first adopt it as a mindset you have to believe it right that i'm not a hustler i work i partner with god and i have the intelligence around my passion around my purpose around my skills around my potential and because ultimately my priority is god right he's going to give me instructions that will cause me to produce exponential results. You see this? So until you adopt this as a mental model, it may not work for you even after I have given you these frameworks. So you see this? So if you think, you know what, I've been in the hustling terrain, I'm seeking a transition. You go back to day one and move from day one to this point, right? You can't start with this. Go back to day one and move from day one to this point. First, understand the context of your identity the context of your call have self-awareness right catch a vision know where god is sending you to or what he's calling you to do right that's the way you'll be able to create an exit plan because if you say okay i need to create an exit plan from this because it's a hustle terrain where are you going to be going you see so you need clarity and i already told you how to gain clarity your highest position about purpose should be a posture of partnership after that you can begin to talk about assignment right because that assignment will begin to influence the career that you eventually embrace you see this i trust this has answered your questions and i'll be at the vision coaching camp to answer any questions you may have so um i'm going to place the link in your clarity pack to join the wait list for the camp and then we're going to have an amazing time for six weeks the idea of the camp is to help you understand your why in depthly your purpose your what in depthly your vision right your where in depthly your systems and spheres of influence that you've been called to your how the strategies for your life assignment and then your when the goals and the timeline for what god has placed in your hand for so for six weeks we're going to be doing that and it's going to be an amazing amazing time but we're going to talk about the camp very well tomorrow at our clarity party so by 5 p.m tomorrow sunday we are going to gather for that party and we're just going to walk through all we have done in the past days as well as walk forward right because something has been ignited in us and we cannot afford to go back to where we were we must create a system that helps us preserve our present level of awareness of interaction and if need be execution so you're not going to be going back to where you were you're not just going to be fatting with knowledge right we're going to be mapping the way forward and for many people here the way forward is going to be the vision coaching camp because that's where we're going to really take your bath right and freshen you up for the vision that god has given you so it has been a pleasure doing this with and for you and i cannot wait to see you tomorrow so please listen to this again if you have to 
and then just crack what God has placed in your hand. I'm going to see you tonight at the review and tomorrow at the party. Do take care.